Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Amanda. So before we get into today's topic, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Also, thank you for joining us live on Twitch every week. Get Comfy Gaming. It's a nice stream to have you guys there. Play video games for your enjoyment. Now, we did we did have a little break, a little lapse in time between episode four and episode five because it was Valentine's Day and it was the day of Kimmy. So if you missed that Valentine's Day podcast, please go check it out very much uh spiciness yeah. it, it it's pretty dank but um we're back in a universe where people we're back wield, and we're better yeah where people wield these uh fancy light swords and light uh sticks, yeah they them. they do the little hand thing where they move Just their hand me. and they uh they use the force essentially and we're here today to talk about star wars episode five the empire strikes back the uh, the movie that is very well compared to the best Star Wars movie of all time. <laughs> so, for many people, Empire is the movie. Episode it is three. That that's what I'm saying. Episode three for me. Empire is a close second. It's it's if I had to pick, it's like one A, one B. It's the Siths for me. It is. It really it, the Sith life is uh it's, it's a the life Sith in its own life for me. So <laughs> we start this movie on the icy planet of Hoth. This is the planet where you thought where This is your what little, I thought was a speed of planet. Yeah, your little spiders from uh Mando. <laughs> little little known fact about that planet, uh oh, where oh, no. in Mando that planet is where Jedi, young Jedi, like little Padawans, little little people, they go to build their lightsabers. That is where kyber crystals are found. So that's the same planet. A little, little Star Wars knowledge for you. But um, so getting you back, to tell me they go play with speedas. To okay, I'm I'm done. I'm, nope, I'm not thinking anymore about this. I'm not going. No into more speedas. No speedas. I don't like speedas. <laughs> so, but. This Hoth is a planet that is not devoid of creatures because you get your first look at a Tauntaun. There's that little little horse thing. Not a horse thing. Ram. Like with two uh, legs. Like a space ostrich to me. Yeah. space. That's perfect. Perfect example. Like a space ostrich. So, you know, we get that view of a little Tauntaun. And then you get the... Um, Poor thing died. Yeah, rip in peace. But um, I'm trying to remember the name of the. It's, it's essentially a space yeti. Um, I forgot the name of the creature. I should have looked this up. Uh, Star Wars Yeti. Empire Strikes Back. Hold on. We're doing Wampa. the research. Wampa. Okay, so we get a look at a Wampa. Um, th- he's a little weird in itself. What but, was he um, eating? I don't know. It could have been. Oh, do I not want to know? It probably was the Tauntaun. No. Nice. No, it probably was just like some other creature he found. Some other just young like... Jedi that got yeeted. So 
this is the thing I want you to remember. In this scene, you see Luke hanging down, upside down, you know, about ready to die. But you see the lightsaber in the snow, and Luke, like, you know, use the force, Luke. Just uses it, and boom, cuts himself free. Stop, Pony virus. Also, Star Wars continues the trend of somebody or something getting their limb cut off. So that is a trend throughout all Star Wars Ah. movies. So, boom, rip in peace to the Wampa's arm. Rip in hand. Pretty much. But um, I want to point out, like, on this scene, you know, you get a look at the walkers. You know, that's a really cool scene, in my opinion. White walkers from Game of Thrones, Kevin. Yeah, pretty much. The white walkers. That you could call them that. Imagine if it's all one universe. Game of Thrones and Star Wars and Marvel, because some of them have the same actors, because Pedro Pascal is in everything. He is. He really is. But uh, I love you, Daddy Mando. <laughs> we welcome that. We welcome that. We welcome him being simp. in everything. You know, hey, uh, you know, I, you got to start the year being a simp, and then you just kind of degrade yeah. off. Yeah. So, um, looking at, you know, this movie going forward, you, he escapes the Wampa Cave. Luke being, um, he still has his blue lightsaber that looks more blue. That looks more blue. They got they afford a little more budget for that movie, you know. But um, as Luke is kind of trying to escape and like wander away from the uh, the uh, the creature's cave, if you will, creatures of the night, he experiences a vision of one Ben Kenobi, the uh, the Force Ghost of Ben Kenobi. I just looked outside really quick, and it looks like we're in Hoth. That's what we it are is. in Hoth. We... Straight up, we're in Hoth. So, you know, he the vision that he experienced of Ben Kenobi, where he said that, you know, you got to go seek out Master Yoda to complete your training. Master Yodi, he's still. Yodi was not having it when he came. <laughs> Yodi was like. Yoda was like, who is you? Come eat, dude. I'm not teaching you shit till you eat my food. He's like, I'm going to bop you over the head with my cane and keep it moving. But um, there is a uh, a little bit of dissension if you will between um han and leia there's that relationship kicking she calls him a scruffy looking nerf herder you know boom roasted space cheeks since day one yeah but um you know you gotta be spicy you gotta be spicy that's what it is salt bay a little extra so i want to also point out we also get a scene of darth vader and his little bad guy meeting his little assembly of bad guy people. Um, also, I think in this movie, we get a look from behind of him sitting in his little like pod and you kind of see the helmet kind of go. <sighs> uh, see his little bald head, you know, not really bald. Looking like dark. a whole thumb thumb from Spike. <laughs> <laughs> the thumb thumbs are back in Spy Kids. So <laughs> I'd like to point out like in this scene, the one guy called out like using the force so saying like oh that's not real it's magic blah 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 Space choked and yeah he got he, he got, got vader just said uh, you thought so on this uh this voyage you know luke and r2 head out to dagobah so he crash lands on dagobah and the x-wing is now being consumed by drowning Le swamp and this is where we meet 
Master Yoda. I was waiting for Shrek to come out. Get your ship out of me, Swan. I mean, hey, Yoda is essentially the Shrek of Star Wars, if you come to think about it. Hobbit in a swamp, living in a tree cave thing. Oh, yeah, and apparently there's a whole theory about Yoda and something else, which we'll get into if we have time. Yeah, we definitely can. But um, you get the look at Yoda. The first time, he's more crazy. He's more, like outlandish you get this is i think this is like your first time seeing him as like a live action puppet yeah because i think in the prequel trilogies he was cgi'd i think episode one he was a puppet but like he wasn't it looked different like he wasn't like the the i think it was an actual puppet but it wasn't like baby yoda quality puppet like that puppet not even cgi'd looks like a real thing Pretty much. But what are your thoughts on like Yoda? Like comparing him from like episode three Yoda to like now. All right. Prequel trilogy to OG OG trilogy Yoda. OG OG trilogy Yoda is sassy. He doesn't care who you are. He's like, oh, you're coming to me. You're looking for me. Well, I'm not going to tell you it's me. But in order for me to tell you who I am, I'm going to feed you first. He's like the typical grandma. Yeah. He's like, eat. You got to fill your stomach. But, you know. Look at you looking skinny. (laughs) Yoda just with his curlers and slippers. (laughs) The the OG grandma like floral robe, that floral apron vest. Oh, that was the best. So I'm I'm glad you brought up the food because Luke kind of was like, yo, you got to teach me right now. Like I'm on a mission. Like I got to go. So you got to teach me real quick. Show me something. And then like. We gotta gotta skedaddle. Yeah, we gotta skedaddle. But um Luke also hears um Ben saying, you know, like, hey, you gotta you gotta teach him Yoda. You got you have to. Like he's he's the guy. Yoda. Like, yeah, and you know, after much uh, debacle, Yoda agrees to train him. Now you kind of get the next scene where like you caught on real fast. This is where, you know, Vader is hiring a group of bounty hunters to hunt Han, Leia, and the rest of the gaggle. So you get your look at um, a few bounty hunters by the name of Bosk, which was that lizard guy. Mm-hmm. You get a look at, I think it's IG-11 or IG-88. I think 11 is the one you see in this movie. It was one of the bounty bots. Yeah. But I remembered the exact sh- like figure of the bounty bot from Mando. And right next to the bounty bot was Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know who was after Boba Fett. Yeah, so um, I think that guy, he had like a little towel, essentially, wrapped around his head. Um, I think that bounty hunter, if I'm getting the backstory correct, um, he had a lot of beef with Han Solo back in the day. And this is all through comics and everything. So there's a little, uh, little thing. Um, so you also get this, um, look into the asteroid field where, um, you know, they're flying through, there's a giant space worm, the Alaskan bullworm type of deal. So, you know, um, the cave they're living in or they're like hiding out in is essentially the giant worm monster. Imagine if it's Loki is the Alaskan bullworm. SpongeBob in Star Wars confirmed, you know? But um, I'd like to point out how like cunning Han is in this moment because they can't jump to light speed. They kind of like figure out, 
well, I got to do something now. So he literally parks the Millennium Falcon on the bridge of one of these Imperial Star Destroyers, which is pretty cool, you know. And he kind of escapes through the uh, Star Destroyer dumping a bunch of garbage. So Millennium Falcon garbage. He really just said, I'm going to eat this ship through an asteroid belt leading to a garbage chute. Yeah. What a course of events. Giant worm monster. Yeah, giant worm monster escaping, you know, whatever. So we get the next scene, which is where where we go to Bespin, Cloud City. This is where we meet Lando Calrissian. I thought you just said Best Buy. We do. It's it's essentially Space Best Buy, you know? Uh. So, um, Lando Calrissian. um, Why did he look like Moff Gideon? So, yeah, that's. uh, Is that low key Moff Gideon? No, 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 no. Lando is a good, he's a good dude. No, but he not, wasn't. Well, yeah, I was about to say, not not in this moment. Not, not in this moment. Because essentially what Lando does is he's like, yo, come, come eat, come hang out, do whatever. And essentially we get yeah, a nice little. Win. Yeah, then you, we get a nice little. It was like the funniest thing to see like a nice dinner set up. And then Darth Vader just kind of like chilling in the hey, back what's of the up? room. <laughs> like, hey, like, come on now. So. Essentially, Lando led the crew into a trap. Uh, this is kind of, uh, you know. It's getting serious. It's getting real serious. So he kind of, I don't know, Lando was kind of led to this point because, one, the Imperials kind of took over his city. And he was just kind of like gun to his head, you know, got to turn in your friends. That's what you got to do sometimes, you know. When when Boba's there, you never really want to let him down. Things can get dangerous. But in this scene, Luke also senses that his friends are in trouble. He kind of is egging on Yoda to be like, hey, I got to go because, you know, people are having problems and I got to go help fix them. But um, we also get this scene of Luke in the cave. You know, the Luke in the, uh, the website I'm looking at calls it the sinister cave, whatever it may be. Um, Yoda says to Luke before going into the cave, you know, you will experience your greatest fears. You got to come over them. You got to just get over it, son. Like, it ain't, get over it. Like, it ain't that Straight serious. Up. It's not, it ain't that serious. You be, it's like the typical, like, mom, I'm depressed. It's just a phase. Yeah. Yoda did say this place is connected to the dark side and he must go in the cave just to kind of face, like, his visions. So Luke does enter the cave and sees a vision of Darth Vader. Um, he does begin to fight Vader and he kind of cuts his head off. But in the crack of the mask where he destroyed Vader, he sees himself. So is this a key point in Luke turning to the dark side? Is that what he fears? He fears himself turning to the darkness. So I don't think he would. I don't think Luke would have the outcome of Anakin. I think Luke would more try to control it and fight it. Then Anakin listening to other people, and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think Luke's ego would get to him like it did Anakin. Pretty much. But um, kind of moving forward, you're just keep an eye on, like, compare Luke to Anakin. Like, just keep them side by side, father and son, and how they handle these things. Because it's like, if Anakin was in this situation... How do you think he would react versus Luke, how he's handling that? So 
that's just now one thinking thing. about it because i actually just got an email from crocs imagine if star wars put out a crocs collection i'd be all about it i would I be really all about would. it lightsaber glow in the dark lightsaber crocs Oof. Mm-hmm. that'd be nice that'd hey be very crocs nice. if you're listening to this get on that but give us the credit because we gave you the idea <laughs> so moving on you know after the whole dinner (laughs) gotta make money somehow man we do we really do but um after the whole dinner the fake dinner presented by lando um we get the uh scene where han solo is frozen in carbonite you know the whole scene where it's kind of like you know i love you and then han goes i know like baller move he said i know you've been simping over me since you met me you're just admitting it now so you kind of get this um this waiting period where vader's waiting to lure out luke because he knows luke is gonna come he senses it and he's like yo he's gonna he's gonna become hot-headed and come face me so uh luke comes over come on down to bespin and come down to cloud city and this is where they engage in a fight. You know, this is where you lead up to the, to the moment in star Wars, the moment. Now seeing, seeing Luke and Vader fight, what were your expectations? Did you think anyone was going to die in that moment? Or were you just kind of like, nah, there's another movie. Hmm. I thought that it wouldn't, happen but besides unfortunately the trend of cutting off limbs Luke gets his arm cut off just like his daddy like father like son it runs in the Skywalker family let's be real they don't have the best luck when it comes to lightsabers and limbs nah they don't like Anakin's entire body is basically mechanical at this point like homeboy breeds like like he has asthma 24 7 but i didn't think i think they would fight for like a hot minute but i thought it would be like stop we need to talk and then but then he like just pulls up i am your father as he's like hanging there with one arm and then luke just yeets himself thinking he's gonna die but he's just like ah ha ha survived surprise he was like so like so you wonder why like there's a theory that mace windu is still alive because like luke fell from that high up and you're like yo mace windu could potentially still be alive because like he was chilling and got yeeted out a window so like maybe that's happening yeeted out of something in star wars is what i realized yeah you get your hand cut off and then you get yeeted out of something potentially something very high but um as luke falls he kind of like lands perfectly in this little slide that shoots him out to the bottom of cloud city where he's hanging off a little antenna antenna. a little antenna so uh this is where the movie gets good because in this moment luke is kind of just dangling there giving it a dangle and then all of a sudden he calls out to Leia through the force and she hears it. So there's a little there's a little something where she's like, I, we got to go get Luke. This is where he is. And then they they pull up, save him and they escape. Essentially, this is all about the escape. Now, the end of this movie sees Luke get, like you said, his robotic arm. Oh, yeah. 
and his robotic arm looks like his legit arm yeah yeah like if you really think about it they did something with luke that they're just like all right you still gonna have um your arm bro and it's still gonna look real but like for poor anakin it's like legit metal arms metal legs asthma suit like yeah also i think the severity of what anakin kind of went through you know medium rare hashtag medium rare no he was a little crispy a little little crispy a little little charred on the outside pepper coated charred yeah pan seared from uh from uh what is it uh applebee's yeah, Applebee's. I'm trying to think of the name. Mustafar. The planet Mustafar. But um, this movie ends essentially with the bad guys winning. What are your thoughts on this not having essentially a happy ending? Trash. You know, Han being frozen in carbonite still. <sighs> you know? So, like, what are your thoughts on this movie ending with the bad guys winning? Trash. You did not like it. I just didn't like that the bad guys won. And I, like, wish that... Han Solo would have like done some funky shit and gotten out of the chamber as it was like blowing like Luke did like dude you could have done something but you said nah I'm over it I'm done freeze me but he's still alive yeah well so (laughs) this is where you gotta watch uh Return of the Jedi because I am now which you you are and also (laughs) keep an eye out for key details that's all I'm saying it'll tie into Mando Wink, wink. So there's that. But um, this movie is highly regarded as the best Star Wars movie. Personally, me, Empire is number two. Empire would be number two for me. Nothing is better than episode three. Isn't it something? Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Episode three. Oh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say like something stupid like Sith Lord Strikes Back, but I knew it had to do with Sith. You know, it's a combination of both. Empire Strikes Back, Sith Lord, Revenge of the Sith. It's all a combination. They should just one make another movie. one called Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Star Wars. Get, Get on, on that. It. We need more. We need we more. Need more. <laughs> so that about does it here for the Get Comfy podcast and our review of Star Wars Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, if you like what we do here, go check out the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday morning. And, of course, the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday morning. And, of course, the Get Comfy Gaming live stream on Twitch. We do one every week. You might want to go check that out. Get Comfy Gaming is on Twitch. But uh, that about does it here for the Get Comfy Podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.